Okay. Yeah, I like that. Oh, me too. Oh my god. Hey, great minds think alike. I feel like Drake knows me. I feel like he knows me. We're all lesbians. Yes. We're all lesbians. Like Drake knows you? Let me star. No. Drake <laughs> knows me. Uh, um, we confessed our welcome. lesbianism weeks ago, months oh. ago. Yes, welcome. Girls want girls. Now it's uh, young ones is, is now. Young young ones is. We should have um, hit you with a screen. We should yeah. hit you with a screen. WWE style. Uh, so remember that vow I took oh, about two weeks ago? Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm gonna go without masturbating. Yes. How that turned out for you in the new house? Well, <laughs> the first time four four days, I made it four days. Yeah. Uh, and then it was uh, every two days. I was like, it was just on. I was like, fuck it. Literally. So, yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't hack it. I couldn't hack it. It was. Well, you it was couldn't hack it. You had to whack it. I can't. I couldn't. <laughs> When you can't hack it, just whack it. That was one of those, remember all those catchphrases in the 80s from like grade school? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think if you can't hack it, just whack it. That was one of them. I think it was in like if you can't grade. lick it, just stick it. Or oh. wait, you got to lick it before you stick it. You got to lick it before you stick it. But that was in health class <laughs> in like seventh grade. If the grass that. is green play ball <laughs> i don't think we had that yeah. one but that's probably that was not a good one um it's probably so, petty maybe so um so once again i haven't listened to a whole album i think last week we were going to talk about the kanye album i've still only heard two songs because yeah. every uh, time i listen to it i get a phone call are it's you like still getting phone calls or are you using uh, that as an excuse now? I'm to using that as an excuse now. <laughs> but uh, but I, I, I got about, I don't know, seven tracks into uh, Drake this afternoon. Anybody have any thoughts? Um, so far, I, I, and I'm not surprised, it is better than Donda. I don't even want to say it's better. I'm saying it's, it'll, let's just, that way we neutralize it. It's just a different, it's a different path of music. Sonically, it's different. So it, we'll put it that way. It's sonically different than the Donda album. No need to compare. You can, you can take them for, for their own sort of surfaces. If you want to compare, yeah, the comparison shit is unnecessary. Maybe, maybe the Donda album will move you in a, in one direction and the, the, the what's Drake's album called? Seed Certified um, Lover Boy. Oh yeah, Certified Lover Boy. Um, maybe that puts you in a different album. One's a feel good, the other's sort of full of sorrow to an extent, I guess. <laughs> That's how I felt about the yeah. About yeah. Honda, that was full yeah. of sorrow. It's too too interlude. -y. Like the interlude music where the you you're wishing for the beat to come in and nothing comes in. Not saying that Drake didn't do that in some of his songs. Yeah. Because what you said before in regards to um, people rapping over um, music that has no beat to it, mm -hmm. there was a lot of that in Drake's album as well. Yeah. Yeah. That but first track, that, I was like, then, yeah, the, the yeah. first track. But then, like, then they sort of led into the beat i'm I, I don't know I, for me let your first let your 16 your 16 can go free and then you save the second 16 all for we yeah bars bars for us so like give me something that i can move to give me something for motivation and give me a motherfucking thing that i can move to and that's what i felt like was there was more of on this on this Drake album than it was on the Donda album. Well, I think 
I think, okay, here's, here's, here's the thing. Kanye makes albums for himself, about himself, introspectively. Drake makes album, albums about himself for women. Yes. Yeah. Well, and little sneak disses. Well, yep. yeah, that too. The Jay Z verse was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm nice. gonna I'm, I'm gonna disagree. Okay. I'm gonna say those were very mediocre bars compared you, you to Donna. I just like to, I like his voice. You know. Uh, okay, but we also have to keep in mind that I we haven't listened to the verse multiple times because there are there are always layers to yes. Jay's verses, so. It reminded me of uh, uh, of Pound Cake. The flow reminded me of yeah. Pound Cake. Like even the beat reminded me of Pound Cake. And then when you hear, when you heard Jay's verse, it was sort of like, I think a lot of people that respect Jay respect when he actually flows, doesn't have too much separation in his verses. But I yeah. realize why he does that now because he'll 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 layer them with a lot of entendres so that way it gives he gives the beat time to breathe and most of us aren't really used to that especially people that have known jay for like being able to really flow on a beat but i understand why he's doing that he's less is more um so fine but it just on the the, the, uh the jail track yeah yeah, he went hard. Like, oh, oh, it, it gave me a smile. I was like, ah, I'm in a shower. I'm, I'm listening to this. And I'm like surprised that Jay's on this track. <laughs> like, oh. Uh, uh, no. Like, no oh, not at all. Oh, oh. I was like, yeah, this would be a perfect time to uh, listen to this. Um, just to kind of vibe out while I'm cleaning myself. And yeah, it definitely, I was like, oh, okay. I got, I got a question. This in the throne um, reference there. Okay, I got you. I got a question though. Were you um? Would you say that you were getting the dirt off of your shoulders? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. Um, that's probably one of my favorite beats of all time. That thing is dope. Um, yeah. So I ruined Kanye's listening enjoyment by sending a video, which I guess I should have sent to the group now that yes, I think about it, yes. but, but it was called, it was called, uh, when the, when the world, when the world disappoints, don't disappoint the world. Talk about a downer. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, like, or, or yeah, the world or life when life disappoints. Oh yeah. Disappoint yeah. Life. Um, that, that, uh, it was, it was good because it was, <laughs> ah, geez, hold on, hold on. I At least it was a porn that like came no, out. I was, you know I was I mean? loading up the the thing. What's the dude's name? Isaac Inzelgianer. Inzelgianer. I'm not having a stroke. Um, the dude, you know. Anyway, I, I love I love his um. It's the guy that 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 does these videos and stuff. So it's when life disappoints, you, when life disappoints, so like, you don't disappoint life. It's like you the pursuit of wonder or? Eisenglander No, the other guy. Eisen, like yeah, Eisenglander. Inzel, Inzelander. I got her Inzelander. 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 I assume that's German, so. For hemorrhoids? To our, yeah, to our German fans. Sorry. <clears throat> Anyway, uh, yeah, so do you want to talk about this video? I think it says a lot about, see, you don't even have to watch the video to really get it. But basically, do you want to break it down? Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh. I speak too much. Uh, so, okay. So, basically, the whole premise of this video talks a lot about expectations and when, you know, people have expectations and things don't, and those are our creations. So, when life hands us whatever it hands us which is you know obviously chaos and chance and whatever order and disorder all these things so if it's not what we expect we become 
disappointed because we have expectations. So it is kind of confronting the idea of when people, and I've known, I've done this, people, all of us have done this. A tendency is to just kind of go against any sort of morals and values we may have for ourselves, whatever those are, because we feel like we're being, I guess, punished by the universe. So we're like, oh yes, I'm gonna fuck you back. And like, just doing shit. I think it's like, we all have self-destructive behavior. You could even look at that as any kind of thing, whether it's binge eating or whatever. If you're like, well, I'm just mad because this, you know, girl wouldn't uh, give me her number, so I'm gonna shove a fucking flaming hot enchilada up my ass. Because I don't know. Your own ass? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So not necessarily her ass. So basically making your own life worse for yourself. If she's not going to give you what he just said, basically making your own life worse for yourself. Self-sabotage. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what they were talking about in the video. It's, it's, it's spiteful, um, uh, entitlement. Yeah. Because I'm expecting this particular thing out of life, but then when I don't get it, when I know I should have it because I feel like I deserve it, then I end up just saying, well, fuck it. I'll ruin life. And then so the, and ruin it and, and, and ruin it for other people. Yeah. So it's very interesting and um, serendipitous that we're talking about this now because I was listening to a podcast on um, Mysterious Universe and they were talking about how happiness, like the pursuit of happiness has overstimulated ourselves to the point where we are now in addictive behaviors. So we'll find mm. things to become addicted to because we have so much abundance available and there's not enough adversity for us to overcome. So like our um, our ability to overcome adversity, what's that called again? Um, so that's with an F. Um, Fortitude. Close. Close. Fornication. <laughs> um, um, yeah. It's not frugalness. But anyway, um, I think you get the point. Anyway, our, our ability to overcome that adversity, fragility, that's what it is, um, yeah. has get, gotten to a point where we don't have enough of a challenge in order for us to feel satisfied. So yeah. instead, we find like just really quick stimulus um for us to get off on and then on to the next one mm. so That's we true. actually need less yeah they less need less yeah because mm. I, I feel like the more we have the more we suffer technology now is we in have... the way of of our well we are too happy how about that there's so yeah. much that we have available to us that it's better for us to, we need to suffer more. <laughs> That's really what it is. Well, it's, no. well, and, it's, and it's like, it's like when life is, is normal, it, so to speak, you know what I mean? Just like beyond all that, people think they're miserable. Like, no, this is, this is like the base level. They talked about that. Even too. This is the yep. base level. Yep. So when, when you get to base level, people think they have it so bad. It's like, I can't get a latte delivered. It's like fucking kidding me. Like. You you got a refrigerator full of beverages, and you can go across the street. It's just it literally is this thing of you know too many options, too many st- stimuli, and, and we talked about this uh, real quick. Um, is even having as as many electronics, like I have too many, and I've been trying to minimize because even like I have an iPad and an iPhone and a MacBook. And that's all almost the, too much. I'll do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, well, right. I mean, I use them for different things because like, right. I can write my book on my iPad and go places. But it is, it's, it's funny because even at night, yeah, I almost feel like like stressed out by it. So I'm like, oh wait, did I charge the iPad? Oh wait, I gotta charge the AirPods. Oh wait, did I charge my phone? Oh wait, like it's like five things you gotta do just for your devices before you go to bed mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Which you become a slave to technology. And yeah. I think when you sort of internalize that, then that's probably why the suffering. But here's the, the funny part about that is that what we end up doing when we don't realize that we have more than what we even need is we look at someone who has even more and be like, I need to attach myself to that shit. Yep. And that's what I want. When you never learn to actually appreciate, most of us don't even master the shit that we end up having in life. Most of us end up the fact that we know that we have it when other people might have even mastered it. The fact that we have it, we take it for granted. And so we never truly put the, the most value that we could in something in anything. And because we feel like now that we have it, then nobody can take it from us, which is the dumbest shit ever, because we know that. And I think maybe it's, it's a subconscious way of dealing with death. It's like, oh, at least I have this for for as long as I can live. But yeah, it'll outlive Yeah, and even with Alan, what Alan Watts was saying is like, it's still temporary. Yeah, he exactly. says gra grabbing a, like being in a stream and trying to grab onto something and it's just going to slip yeah. anyway. This morning I was, um, I'm, you know, in this new neighborhood um, and I really like it over here. And in the morning this, apartment complex I live in is huge. So I go out and basically drive around the whole complex in the morning just to get out and get some air. And I was going down this one long stretch, uh, one side of the building, and a butterfly started kind of floating next to me. <laughs> like, but it was like kind of meandering here and there, but it was still kind of keeping up with me. Mm -hmm. And then when I it, like almost did that the whole block, and then at some point it just kind of went off and actually it went to the park. Nice day for it, I guess. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so, but I'm not kidding. I had that thought of, of just that where I was like, that shit, like I wanted it to keep following me. But then in my head, I was like, that's not going to happen. Like eventually it's going to go do its thing. It's going to be like, hey, where's your apartment at? Let's hang out. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's the same thing go, with love. You want to go? Right, right, right. It's not going to last forever, or specifically, I mean, love lasts forever, but specifically in a relationship, you're going to fall right. in and out of love with someone regardless. So just I, setting yourself up for that and preparing yourself for that, like, don't let it affect you the way that it does. Yeah, that's like that. What that? That's our, that should be our relationships with every single thing that we Everything. give energy to. Well, that's so there, therein lies, you know, we always tend to bring these around in circles. And I think there's this, there's one of the circles is we, I think disappointment, disappointment is always self-made because it's like, if you expect things from people, like the shittiest thing is, you know, I mean, it, it sucks to think this, but it's not totally bad. If you come from a family you could not depend on or rely on. You may grow up not really trusting people, but more so in a way that doesn't mean you don't care about them, but you also know that this uh, feeling or whatever they have for you could be transient, you know, where it's like, you know, they, they like you, but I, but I also, I'm not going to like lose my shit if they don't, you know, like me or show affection or show attention or whatever in this certain way because you know that that's that's what our expectation is and that's, yep. that's i think think about how oh my god this is crazy so disappointment being the product or the result of expectations gone yep. wrong think about how much shit could be disappointing yeah like we just expected at so when you expect anything anything like, I mean, sometimes you, you may luck out and it may work out. Prime but... example real quick. So let's say that, um, you have this expectation, you meet this girl, it's really going well. Um, you guys go back to her apartment, um, and you guys are getting it on and you expect her 
to come real hard, maybe even some squirting. Mm. Line it up, boom, expectation met. She, she comes, right? However, you're also expecting yourself to have the greatest orgasm because of this moment. And then it's just a little, nah. just a little drip. Then you're disappointed <laughs> in yourself. Lowered expectations. <laughs> Yeah. So then, yeah. but th- but think even think about that. The entitlement of of expecting that that you are in control of everything, right, is really yep. what that comes from. It's like, oh, you like just take what you can get, but have but have the acknowledgement that it can go any way, and then that way, or like again, take your your doubts and prove yourself wrong. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be able to make this girl come. I'd be damned if she even squirts. Oh, the expectations. That's right. And now now think about none. it. Yeah, have none. Just be like, that was and really like, Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, you can't really go into shit like completely naive. You know what I'm saying? You kind of got to have some sort of uh, some sort of idea. Right. And, you know, when people tell you don't get attached to your ideas because their ideas be, be be able to be flexible with them. That's understanding the potential. And then when the kinetic comes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> when the kinetic comes, <laughs> quadra entendre, then quadra then, then perhaps then then perhaps you still win. That's the thing. It's like if you put yourself out there as as you're a loser, but you're willing to try, and then you actually try and get exactly what you want. You're winning. You're winning all the time. You're winning. Yeah. Because even if you try and get exactly what you the the lower expectation, then you know that okay, well, that particular attempt didn't work. Let me figure out something else. It gives you the opportunity to grow from learning from your mistakes and acknowledging your mistakes are actually tools because if you already get it you have to find a way to reproduce it, but you don't even know the fucking process of the reproduction. So how can you reproduce? You're just like a fucking sperm that's by itself, hoping that everybody else, oh, there is no everybody else. It's just you. It's just you. That's sad. Selfish come. Well, what about... <laughs> it's been said a million times. Um, so isn't it more of erasing expectation don't just lower it just remove it removing it is better than lowering it yeah i guess seeing all the possibilities because when you lower that means you're like i'm gonna get less than yeah, what I, yeah. Well, just go i don't know like i don't know let's see let's see what happens pop it in there let's roll the dice roll the I, dice i don't and be straight up i don't know if i am going to make you climax or if i am going to climax but let's just roll the dice and see what happens. That's yeah. what, isn't that where hope comes in? And why hope is she in the room? Of the why, is hope, why is hope coming in and just cucking everything? Like, what the <laughs> cuck is up with, with hope? Well, is, is hope expectation then? But, but, but is hope, hope even ha- real? But hope is a positive and a negative. We understand that now. It's like, it's belief. Yeah. Yeah, it's you got to be able. So hope is like a religion. But does hope and faith coincide? I feel like it's just another. It's a synonym. Synonym. Doesn't it seem Um, like hope is a synonym for faith? If faith is if hope is but a doubt of the greater things to come, and faith is the belief of things um, that are. Unseen or could oh so ho- oh happen. so hope and faith probably got levels. Hope is the lower level. I hope this will happen. Yeah. I have faith. This and I have happen. faith. I feel like this is like a Bang Bros video <laughs> in the making. They're like it's called hope and faith. It's gonna be spiritual. It's like I'm hope, <laughs> but it's, it's, and it's, I'm it's, faith, <laughs> and we're gonna have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you've got to, oh, really right. Um, I got faith in you. Oh, you're full Wait. of hope. 
See? Yeah, that, that works. But that don't work the way. <laughs> anyway. Um, like, and then once you leave the room, oh, when she when Hope leaves, uh, now I'm hopeless. But be faithful. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> be Wait, yourself. See the I think we had a time. I think we had a time on so. Yeah, what's up with that? You guys see the, the red glowing orb? Oh. Uh, yes. We always get those every time you've been on. <laughs> I know. No, yeah. no, that was that one when Kayende was on and you were eating it. Oh, that's right. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah um, right. I think, I think we, uh, hi, dad. I think we, sorry. <laughs> I, I, ate him. I think, I think we have a, uh, title for the podcast episode. It's going to be hopeless and faithful. <laughs> But then, um, but and girls want girls in parentheses. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yes, that's perfect. Oh damn! Because I was waiting. I was. I needed some of that to come back around again. Actually, hopeless and faithful. Hopeful. Is I was hopeful and faithful that it would come back around. So hopeful, yeah, let's go back around real quick. Because I don't think that we uh, dove deep enough into um, Mr. Uh, Certified Lover Boy's album compared to yeah, Dunder. true, true. True. Um, well, before we, you were we talking were... about how it is a completely different experience, and I got to agree with that. Like when you listen to them side by side, you're not going to get the same feel whatsoever. And no. one has a completely different mood than the other. What's interesting though is why or when Drake decided to drop his album. Because Donda came out on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Drake drops his on Friday. Oh. And before there was this this whole thing to um, before we get into the esoteric stuff behind that, but mm. there was this whole thing with Kanye waiting for Drake to drop his project, probably before Donda, to take the the attention off of. But mm. now Drake was like, "Oh, all right, you dropped yours. Bam, Friday I dropped mine, or Thursday night I dropped mine. There you go." So now I just took your flame. But did he? I don't know yet. It, see, it depends on the on the herd. The herd yeah. is easily manipulated and easily distracted. Though just me now. It yeah. So don't sleep on Donda because I'm sure it'll be a deluxe version. Yes. And I don't think Drake will put out a, du- a deluxe version because he won't need to. This is a, actually a really good body of work. He his features, the way that they yo the the song with um, with Rick Ross and Wayne, the uh, you only live twice, fire. If, lyrically, that's probably one of the hardest songs on the album and shit. But how's Wayne, Drake doing lyrically on this album compared to his features? Because I heard a lot of his features and a lot of his features, I gotta say, kind of bodied him on there. Little Baby definitely bodied him on there. And little Baby seems to keep continue to body him on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not that, I mean, okay. So th- that's, a, that's a great thing to think about because the way that that Drake has done it on this album seems to be as if I am the whole song, but I'm not gonna be so much the whole song that my feature doesn't stand up. Yeah, I was, I was thinking. And that's that ex- that's how I feel like he did. He's like, I'm a I'm I'm a basically pass the baton to you, but I'm still running the whole race, and that's how all his features are even um like i like the lineup on how it was rick ross then drake then wayne because wayne went in little wayne finally went back in not that he doesn't but he definitely he sharpens his sword much better next to drake and then he delivers so of course people are going to be like well is is uh is drake writing for wayne is Drake influencing Wayne? And maybe, but so what? Whatever makes this motherfucker sound much better, I'm all for it. Is M writing for Wayne? Wouldn't that be amazing? Anyway. I don't think uh, anyone needs to write for Wayne. Wayne writes his stuff. 
He doesn't write it. He doesn't write. But now I'm starting oh, yeah, to understand that process. I can understand that process now because I feel like lately I've I've been thinking of way more um, lyrics every day, whereas I should actually be right next to the studio, the the mic, and the just mic, keep yeah. on recording, and just keep on recording. Because now I feel it. Now I've I've gotten that vibe back. I'm really paying more attention. Everybody, got, everybody got a microphone. Everybody got a microphone. See, we, hey, all three of us, we got, we got these. No, we do. Mm. I just keep blotting out oh. this big old thing in my face. This big old black thing in your face? Just the tip, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, spank yeah, the tip. Like that. Mm. Yeah. Spit on it. That happens. It happens. No, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't ruin your mic. <laughs> like, that means two things. Wanna... Don't ruin your mic by getting spit on. Oh. That's right. You're saying. Oh. Hmm. Well, I here are my that. thoughts on on Don. That that means uh, three things actually. <laughs> it does. That's that's a triple entendre right there. Good for you. Good for you. Right have, See people. I have, yeah. All right, Don. I have no I have no thoughts because I've only heard the two, two songs, songs. Um, and they were pretty good. So they pretty much great album. Awesome. Great album so far. All you needed to do was listen to the two songs. And that pretty much sums up the album. It's just okay. different layers. As, to as far as, as sonically, the sonically, yes, there there's it's not that same. many songs, and that's 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 the thing is that especially when you when you come off a particular wave that that was negative, and you're solely trying to trying to like move yourself out of that shit, and it feels like yeah, I'm trying to climb back up where Drake has always felt like he was on top and Kanye Kanye sonically it just sounds like um I'm I'm trying to climb back up and show you the pain and then the the evolution of cuz none of the songs seem like, like uh, they were moving but they weren't uh, like joyously uplifting oh right. yeah yeah like on um on ye ye Yay. yay 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 on yay there was much more uplifting i mean nothing's gonna topple um uh life of pablo when it comes to uplifting yeah like ultralight beam it just has that vibe like oh my god and then even on uh um my twisted dark fantasy oh yes oh yeah there, there were songs that were really really moving that yes. but moving in a joyous way yes one critique and that I have of Donda. You just got, huh? One critique that I have of Donda is if you're going to have an album of um, people that are featured on there and you don't want them to use profanity, just tell them not to use profanity. You don't need to bleep it out. Just right. tell them not to use profanity. Like if they cannot step up their skill to to write something without profanity, then they probably don't need to be on the album. And I, I, that's one thing I never understood when artists like just couldn't do that. It's like, is your vocabulary that <laughs> limited that you cannot go without certain words? I think it's 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 like a cheater's way. Yeah, yep. it's almost like when people freestyle, you know, and they keep going back to certain words, yep. and you're like, man, you're thinking, you're just. It's okay, but you're buying time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, um, all right, let's let's break down the the. I'd say that what's the top three fill-ins of of hip hop when people aren't trying to fully articulate. We know what number one is. It's the N word, of course. Yes. Oh, you mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean n- never. Ever have I ever decided not to say nigger? Yes, nigga, nigger, whatever. Hard R. So we got that. We got um Yo. Or yo or yeah. <laughs> oh yo and, and shit. Yeah. And shit. And shit. Yeah. Oh and yeah. shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. That's right. 
Yeah, but but a lot of times if people do that, they just use that as the rhyming word. Same with yeah. the N-word. Yeah. So it's like, you yep. can't just keep saying things and putting that yeah. at the end. Especially white people. Wait, that that was that was too much. That was like a double. Yeah. No, you were doing a delayed. Let me come back because that that would actually be a better verse. But that would have been a better verse though if you did it like that. Yeah. No, we talking about rhyme songs where it's like three words and then nigga and three words and then nigga then two nigga and then one nigga nigga nigga. Nigga, 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 yeah, yeah. So it's all right. So speaking of which, uh, kind of to add to the Donda and um, the Certified Lover Boy, the Baby Keem and Kendrick song, Family Ties. Oh yeah. All right. I want to kind of compare that to the body of work of Donda and Certified Lover Boy. Damn, you're gonna actually just well, let's put it up against one song against two albums. <laughs> Jeez. Because I hope that you have okay, God. <laughs> hope you have respect for 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 the song, unless you're about to just shit on it and be like, "Oh, but these no. songs are great." <laughs> I, I knew you no. were to do. That. I gotta say that um, that single alone bodied, and it's gonna be some controversial stuff. Bodied both of those projects, both Donda and Certified Lover Boy. All right, so I gotta listen to it again because I'm not gonna disagree. I will say one thing though: you have to. It's very different listening to that single without watching the video because uh, it has a different feel when you watch it together with the video compared to if you're just listening to it. Mm. I felt as though I it wasn't as strong when you just listen to the song compared to, especially because the mix, um, my son and I were listening to it in the car. It's like, wow, the mix really does not sound that good. Like the bass is too much and it's overpowering Baby Keem's voice. Like, yo, who mixes? Ali, if you mix this, I'm sorry, but that that was not a, a very good mix. Oh. I'm just saying I've heard way better mixes from projects that you've done. And maybe it wasn't you that, you know, engineered the thing, maybe you all, Maybe they uh, did it in another studio and then had Ali mix it, and that's what he had to work with. I don't know. But I'm just don't saying, it sounds much doubt. better. If you fucked it up. You fucked it up. <laughs> Watching the video <laughs> compared to listening to Took it. Took a video for it to actually mean something. Asshole. Now, with that being said, yeah, exactly. With that being said, um, just listening, if I had to compare, um, just from what I've heard so far of uh, Drake's album to Kanye, Let's see if you all would guess my preference. What would be my preference based on what you know of me? Donda. Mm. So Kai says Donda. I think I'm actually going to agree with him. I'm not going to oppose it to oppose. The the two songs in the album or just... Uh, No, we're just comparing Donda to... uh, Okay. I think Donda, yeah. Yeah, I'm going with Kai on that one. Right, you guys are right. Yes, I prefer Donda mainly because of um, and now I gotta say, as far as bars wise, actually no, there's a couple of songs of which uh, Kanye went off on Donda, which I was very surprised. Like, oh, he's doing double time too. Okay, all right, now I'm very shocked at that. So, Thanks, Pusha T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, there was a and, few times that he went off and I'm like, whoa, this does not sound like Kanye whatsoever. I had to like and thanks, go Jeff, in and look at who's actually on the pearls. song. Oh, just Kanye? That sounds odd. Yeah. I'm going to throw a wrench in here um, so much for expectations. Uh, I am still going to like Tyler, the creator's album more oh, than yes. both of these oh. already. It's, it's you. so it's yeah. You know what? You're right. I just like I like them for different reasons. When we, when like, we talked about an, that, an, an album I would listen to probably again, like something I could listen to again and again, is yeah. something more like Tyler. Yes. Yeah. So you're absolutely right because that after we did after we talked about that, 
I went and listened and I was like, yeah, when, when you feel as an artist, when you feel like you can be inspired by somebody, then you, you go towards that. Not that I wasn't in that, not that I wasn't inspired by Donda because there are certain elements from there that I can, that I can take. And as a full body of work, you might have, there might be something that I'll sit with and maybe my perspective will change as I have more knowledge of things and, and about it. <clears throat> Fine. Um, but even with Drake's album, I know I can find influences because once, once my brain starts going as I'm listening to something and be like, yo, if I had a verse on here, how would I spit this? Then, then you know it's a good song. That's as, as an artist, artist that's, I think that's important to do. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, even if you don't like a track, how would you spit on this to make it better? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, see? There's enough time that I'm telling you. How would you spit on this to make it better? Yo, where you, where oh, you, I got to use that as a verse. That, oh, my that, God. No, hang on. Spit on this to make it that, that, that needs to be one of those when they take like a five-second clip from a podcast and just the <laughs> ad for the podcast. It's how would you spin on this and make it better? Young just, ones. Do, do, do. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Cause then that's exactly what you would do to be like, what the fuck was that about? And then now you gotta listen to the whole podcast to put to put everything together. Do, so, do you uh, think hang on, good. hang on, I'm gonna yeah, go ahead. ruin ruin the vibe because do you think philosophy would ruin the mood? Because I had this thought earlier. I was going to go into that. And here's here's the thing, though. Kayende and I talked about this last week. I'll bring this up to you. I don't think I don't think you were in here when I talked about this. I was thinking I, I'm starting to get into uh, this Nietzsche book with all these lectures from yeah. Nietzsche. And Friedrich. there was something interesting where he's talking about religion and he's not a fan. Uh, but... It made me think if the fact that the religions that are practiced here amongst humans has to be fake because if we, if there, whatever the, if you say there is religion, whatever that is, we are born with it. It is naturally, those things that are natural to us, that is religion Mm. because that's the true thing. Like, why do we have to be taught religion? Shouldn't it be embedded in the code right. of what that we are? Because we are that. It's us. Mm-hmm. We are the religion. Yes. So it's like mm-hmm. when people say, like, you know, even Alan Watts talks about, you know, people think people are crazy when they realize that they are God, and then they tell someone else, yeah, but you are too. And then people think they're nuts. It's like, no, they're right. They're just not going insane with it. Mm-hmm. Some people right. do go insane with it. Yeah, absolutely. Some people don't because they don't actually express. Like it, it goes back to this. It's the dumbest, most simple thing. When I said years ago in an interview with someone, we were talking about religion and things. I said people are scared of their own power, which is why yes. we don't do everything we want to do because the world will be chaos. That's Simon Birch. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But I said in this interview, I had this, like, I had a drink. And I said, I could just sit here and dump this out on the carpet. I literally could do that right now. But there's just these things we decide that that's not nice. It's not right. Why would you just do that? But mm-hmm. you can do it. You there's nothing stopping it. you. For, you can do it. Yeah, exactly. So, but those kinds of yeah, things. I so think, that's why I, I was, think... I think our our morality comes from the idea that we don't want specific things to be done to us. So what we do is practice the not doing it. But then when we do put on that chaos, we reward ourselves because it's sort of a duality within ourselves, a dogma within ourselves on on like, I don't want to, like, I would never do this to somebody. But what if I did? And then you do it and then you feel good about it because you held on to a belief system that that was before. It's like, okay, your 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 God at the time was that you're gonna not do things that you wouldn't want done to you. Right. And then 
your guilty pleasure or your your sort of introduction to Satan is you deciding, well, for now, and then then you reward yourself. And then all of a sudden, what you do is you to punish yourself, you go back to the God complex of you shouldn't have done that. How dare you? Then you start punishing yourself. But it shows you that you are your own God, as well as your own devil. Mm-hmm. And you you are constantly every single day, every single human being going through this morality push of who's winning. Some of us can show that if the idea if the baseline of your morality was, I'm not going to do shit to other motherfuckers that I wouldn't want done to me. And you stick with that until you don't. And then now it's this duality of pulling, trying to pull yourself back into your original thought. It's like, yo, you wasn't going to fuck with other motherfuckers. Why are you doing that shit? And every single day. And this goes not just with just interactions with other humans, but everything like substances and, and our, our, like the, the little naughty things that we get into overindulgence and shit like that. That is what we go through. That's what's funny is who is what you even said naughty, like who who deems what is good and bad. It is messed up though, because you can do two things. You can meet a girl and be like, okay, um, I want to pull your toenails off um, or I want to I want to give you an orgasm. They're like, "Uh, I'll go with choice too. Thank you. (laughs) You know, which one is choice too? Oh, oh, shit is right. don't know anymore you just yeah. said I, you, just you said put you put him in put order thing out. that's what we do we put one point out there then we put another point but each point is a point it's like you, once we start labeling as this is one and this is two. Oh, let's get into this then because this this is showing various degrees of the same thing um yeah. in the uh, kabbalion uh they talk about various degrees of the same thing so for instance you have light and dark you have hot and cold they're all various degrees of the same thing, because as far as temperature is concerned, everything's on a spectrum. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so deep. It's on it's the a same spectrum. thing. It's it just, is the same yeah. thing. It is. It's various, various degrees. Like, all right, how much of this can you tolerate before it becomes um, suffering or pleasure? Yeah. But yeah, those are the extremes again. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because those are taboos. They but are the extreme, they, but they're yo, both the same but thing. The extreme is the limitation, that's the entitlement that we yes. put on ourselves yes. because we don't even know the various degrees that we could actually withstand something right. until we actually put ourselves into it. But if we don't put ourselves into it, then all we have is that wall that says that this is more than I can handle. Yeah, and we do that shit with everything. Yep. And then we then when, when we're not willing to actually pull forward, all we do is continue to point at the wall. Other than trying to make a way to to penetrate that wall, mm. go into the go over that wall, go around that wall, or not even acknowledge that it is a wall to you. So the question is, and what then, are you doing to increase your threshold? Absolutely. That's what it well that's really what life is. It's just different is, various points it, of threshold. Then we make another circle just now for yes, the circle we did. jerk. Uh just now by talking about the overstimulation to uh, where that's yes. like that's our that's our baseline within the spectrum now mm-hmm. is we're put it's like it's like if you get laid all the time and then it becomes just passe. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you don't ever get laid, then it's becomes this like majorly important thing. It's like money. Money is yeah. the same way. You have a, a decent, you can be in the middle of the road, be comfortable, or you can have so much where you obsess and fear over losing it. Uh, but then you can have so little that you worship it. Think about mm-hmm. how, think about, um, you know, at least this was how it was in my upbringing. People valued things a lot more like I have wealthier uh friends now in my adulthood have obviously been friends with millionaires and have friends that are very wealthy and well off and it's interesting how little they value shit that when I was poor and you grew up around poor people 
I'll say what is name brand shit because yeah. it looks like you've done something, but you but haven't done the, shit. But you realize except you, by that. The, the, but what would be easy? I'm saying though. Well, yeah. A perfect yeah. example yeah. is that I just did this shit earlier. I went to a store um, of some like a client of mine and his mom. His their store. They it's a lot of imported Italian dope shit that you wouldn't even know was Italian or any other um, foreign thing. <laughs> yeah, ship wear the leather jacket. Exactly. Yeah, you wouldn't even know. Um, and j just like a, a pair of these shoes that just look like some shit that was already worn, but was made to look like it was already worn, are, are supposed to be dope shoes. And I'm like, I realized that this is all manipulation. These fabrics are exactly the same. They're not rare. It's just that they 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 market it as if this is so genuine that you have to have it. And that in that sense, we don't even realize that everything that we that we have and then we, and things that we try to attain are always around. It's on the same path. It's literally the same fucking thing. Like we were talking about spectrum. It's all the same fucking thing. Absolutely the same thing. We just look at it in a different perspective when it's still the same exact thing. You think that you're getting more out of it, but you're not. It's the same fucking sandwich. Same fucking sandwich. <laughs> That's a. Well, it's like, it, this, this is. What's that? It's a reference from, from the movie Strapped with Bokeem Woodbine oh, and Fredro Stark. Friedrich Stark. Oh. So, th th yeah, that's that's interesting because uh, once again, we're we're as humans adding value onto certain things which can be fabricated. It's really uh, yeah. what I mean. Literally, is like you know, if you read the Forty Eight Laws of Power, it's you know, it's talking 